Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. We are back. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5-1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day, your week, your month, your lives. Uh, We greatly, greatly appreciate it. It's great to be back on these airwaves. Gordon, how are you holding up, buddy? Uh, I feel it appropriate to say, how are you hanging in? Where are you? Uh, well, uh, I'm not in San Bernardino, I'll tell you that much, and uh, glad not to be there. No offense for you folks from the uh, grand city of San Bernardino, but I've been there a number of times and don't need to go back. Indeed, it's it's good to uh, it's good to hear your voice, Gordo. Uh, Where are how, you? How's the how mon- you hanging on? Where are you? Uh, how is the Monson family? Everybody, I hope is is healthy. Yeah, they're all hanging in there, and I uh, hope yours are well, too, Jake, and all our listeners. Man, I'll tell you, it's times like these, and uh, just being the old fart that I am, as I reflect back on all the times uh, and all the time I've spent here in this community, when when times like this come along, it, it makes you care deeply, even more deeply, for the community and the welfare of the community and for that matter, uh, the great beyond as well, into the entire United States and maybe even globally speaking, we certainly hope that folks are, are doing as well as they possibly can. And this is this is just an experience, Jake, that uh, that I've never had before. And I suppose that's no great statement. I mean, that's probably true for anybody out there. Maybe some of the folks who survived World War II uh, maybe can... Uh, can dispute that a little bit, but this this is really, really uh, a unique experience uh, that we're all going through together. Indeed. Well said. Uh, I agree, Gordon. And uh, I want to check in on uh, our boy Austin and the Horton family. I'm, I'm looking across the glass at my co-worker uh, number 6742 uh, as we speak. Austin, how are you and how is the Horton family? We're fine. We're okay. We're doing great. Everyone, uh, I've had, I, I got the allergy the seasonal allergy thing hit me. I, that turned into a bit of a sinus infection, but took care of that. Now, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to get to that part quite yet because we've got to set, right. set that up. So just we're, <laughs> we're talking about overall well-being. Everyone's and, fine. And then yes. we will get to get to that coming I'm at up work. My wife is at work. Our daughter is being a happy 19-month-old. We're good. 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 Yes. Thank you. Uh, just passing along to our listeners, the Scott family doing well. 
uh, as well, and just trying to be smart about things. As uh, as Gordon said, I don't think uh, any of us have experienced anything like this before. So just got to do our best and uh, be responsible to our, our fellow humans. And we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, as the show goes on. Before we get to Austin's experience, I do want to say this, Gordon, and and uh, about the big show uh, going forward. And hopefully this will be a theme across the station. And today, you know, we'll probably be fairly serious. We're going to talk about experiences today. You know, your experience, Gordon, mine. Uh, if our listeners want to share their experiences, what they're going through right now, feel free, free to do so on the open mic. We're going to talk about Donovan's experience. We're going to talk about Rudy's experience. We're going to talk to Kristen Kenny at 430 about her experience through all this. We're going to talk to Chris Mannix coming up top of the 5 o'clock hour. He's had some reporting over the last few days about the jazz situation so today you know is is going to be an informative hopefully day and we're going to talk about some important stuff but you know going forward into uh into coming weeks and and months it looks like gordon we want to be a source hopefully for our listeners uh of of some some enjoyment of of distraction that's one of the great things uh, about sports radio we will not be ignoring what's going on or the news certainly but we do want to be a distraction to a certain extent uh we're going to be creative because there are no sports going on we will talk about what is to come and uh, we just want to we want to be we want to be here for our listeners Gordon how about that and maybe be uh, a bit of a distraction in some trying times yeah one thing I've learned Jake through the years and not always you know haven't nailed it but tone is pretty important in in our business and uh, so yeah you're right today uh, maybe uh, some serious discussion but uh, we do want to have fun. We do want to entertain. We do want to uh, connect with our our listeners, and uh, just have uh, just have a good time. Try to have a good time, because we can't all be uh, frowning and, and and concerned and freaked out twenty four seven. We have to do the best we can to laugh a little here and there. So yeah, we'll look forward to doing that, Jake. And it's something we try to do every day anyway, uh, but uh, especially over the next uh, month or so. All right, so we'll get to the sports and all that we've missed in the past four days, which is a lot. We'll explain where we've been. If you're just tuning in uh, and didn't have a chance to hear any of the other shows uh, today, we'll kind of explain uh, what's going on, what's going on with the Utah Jazz. But uh, in, in the spirit of keeping things light for just a moment, Gordon, you have got to hear what is uh, what has gone on with our boy Austin. And I will I will set it up like this of course we know that austin has bad luck he does now we always got to have to clarify austin's not down on his luck he's got bad luck meaning you know <laughs> if something unlucky could happen it usually happens to austin okay we also know that austin uh, you're up uh, you've got a germ thing you know you like things sanitary clean yes. uh, and by the way something is probably serving you well should have listened to me before huh, guys? but uh it's on that note I'd, I'd like you to pick up the story and tell us exactly <laughs> what has happened to you over the past couple of days so i've been vigorously washing my hands uh, like really ocd levels washing my hands but who complained were you, were you using like a brillo pad or what were you doing no no brillo pad but you know not not being gentle no, no, nonetheless, uh, if it had the ethanol in it, that was I was looking for things that could burn. To, is I what see. I was looking for, okay. uh, and uh, I paid the price. I got a bunch of open sores and cracks, and I saw bleeding. a picture of it on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, hands were, took a, a rough beating, and uh, in the past, what I've done is I've when I have open sores and cuts like that, I put a little super glue in it and rub, a, put a bandaid over it, and let it 
heal itself up when it's bad enough. So I went, did that, put well, some because, super glue on. Well, heaven forbid, you're not going to some sort of emergency room. Not, not uh, you. No. Yeah, right. You're not. Now, now can I that. can I interrupt here? What? Why super glue? It's more or less sterile. It, it, it's not going to you know infect you with anything, and it works. It's not. I'm not talking bullet wounds here. It's a, it's a cut. It's not. It's, <laughs> okay. It acts okay, like a can stitch. I, can, they use it right, in Okay, but a question. You know, like every during the during the winter months, say from November through the, the beginning of April, every night, because I wash my hands a lot too. Uh, you know that, Austin. But what I do is every night before I go to bed, I I put on the hand lotion. Uh huh. Just to, you know, because I don't like the feeling of it, but I can sleep with it. So I put it on every night to make up for the washings during the day. Have you considered such a thing? I I have a a case of eczema on my hands. So I do. Every single day I put Eucerin lotion on my hands already. Uh, Day, morning, and night. That's something I already do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you tried Vaseline? Have you tried, uh, you know, uh, like motor oil or something? Motor oil, yeah. No, yeah, I moved to Pennzoil recently off of the Quick Lube. (laughs) No, uh, I've done Aquaphor. That helps uh, some, some, but I found Eucerin works the best. But so I was doing super glue, and it was working fine. And then I got this really bad, 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 bad rash and hives on my hand. That I woke up yesterday morning, and maybe I should tweet out a picture of it. Whitney took a picture. My hand was swollen almost three times the size of my other hand. <laughs> not not exaggerating in the least. And it was so. Just, was this a case of elephantitis or something? <laughs> I finally got a hold of uh, a dermatologist today, and they said that it was probably because it was a different super glue than I usually use. <laughs> They said it's more than likely, 90% certain he was, that it's an aller- allergic reaction to the super glue that I was using to close my wounds with. I'm and shocked. that with the hydrocortisone cream and this big wrap I got on my hand, that should- within a week's time, I will either lose my hand or it will heal. Well, so. I'd just like to, to point out that for a 24-hour period, Austin, instead of thinking he had COVID-19, thought he had some sort of like flesh-eating bacteria. Yes, I, I for sure did. <laughs> right. I absolutely did. I was like, don't touch me. Don't come near me. I'm a leper. <laughs> so in these these times, Austin- You've uh, all got COVID. I've got leprosy. has an allergic reaction to super glue. So there's yeah. there's that. Of course. Well, yeah. what, what, so what's the moral to the story here that you shouldn't use super glue that you're not accustomed to? I would not I would not pretend to give medical advice. I would not advise people to use super glue or not to use super glue. I would just say if you've used something in the past and you haven't had a reaction to it, Continue with that thing. Stick to your brand. Yeah, yeah. Your brand. You're yeah. a Dapper Dan man. Yeah, I got it. Uh, yeah, have, you exactly, right. uh, have you considered perhaps? Have you considered perhaps like just slapping on the the stuff that whatever whatever works to keep your your hands uh, somewhat uh, smooth, and then put gloves on at night while you sleep. Well, but but I had open wounds. Is the thing I, wasn't I mean before throw before before you have the open wounds, it's prevented. It's hey, prevented. Hey, Captain Hindsight, without the wounds, he's not putting the super glue in there. <laughs> I know, but I was he would, putting he would lotion able, on my hands. I how about gloves? How about gloves at night? Maybe no. socks. No, I'm Something. not a lunatic. Oh. Socks. <laughs> 
I'm with you, Austin. Sucks. Wait, I'm just trying to prevent the problem. You know, it's easier to prevent it than to treat it. Yeah, Gordon's the type of guy who, let's say, <laughs> you're walking along and you step in some dog do, and he comes along and he goes, wow, you really shouldn't have done that. Right. It's like, Thanks. You know, next time, maybe don't step in the dog do. Yeah. You going to help me scrape it uh, off? No, no, no. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on with my my life here. So, yeah, I, I no COVID, but, yeah, I've got a hand so, twice the size of the no other one. So what was the doctor? Right sure. Yeah. Uh, now, what was the doctor's uh, reaction when you told him you were dumping super glue on your open wounds? They they didn't really have a reaction. I told them, you know, I do this from time to time when I have an open wound, and they didn't say, well, how dare you? What? Hey, you Let's want- get you to the NASA's Department of uh, <laughs> Research immediately. No. So he didn't have a reaction. You were the one with the reaction. Yeah, I just said, uh, they. Uh, I called in and played dumb so they could do their diagnosing, and they uh, asked me all the questions. What have you done that's different? Have you used a different soap? Have you used a different lotion? On and on and on and on and on. Well, now that you mention it. And then I got to the point where I was washing my hands so much I got sores. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and this turned to that, and, and now you The got... moral of the story is dollar store super glue ain't brand name super right. glue. I got that's it. the moral okay. of the good, story. Good yeah. to know. Not good. So glue. if it happens again, are you going to use the, other, the old super glue again, or now do you have an aversion to all super glue? No, I'll be using the uh, name brand that I'm used to, yeah. Because I've never had a problem with that. So. All right, just prevent it, man. Save yourself. You know, put on that uh, the petroleum jelly and put a glove on. And you know, I never on, thought on of that. that. I'll start putting lotion on my hands. Thank no, you. No, gloves. It. The gloves are the key. What kind of gloves? Are we talking mittens? Or are we talking <laughs> knit? Fingerless gloves? What, what would you prefer? I don't know because I haven't had this problem, but uh, because I put the Dishwashing lotion on at night ones? before I go to bed. <laughs> he goes to bed looking like <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein. All right. Uh, in fact, uh, I want to get to, we've got the serious topic uh, topic at hand, of course. We want to get to what's happening in the world of sports, what's happened to uh, the Jazz, the NBA, Rudy and Donovan. Let's uh, let's get to that coming up right around the corner, Gordon. I, I want to save uh, plenty of time to make sure we get your thoughts, because I know a lot of our listeners are eager to get those. So we'll get to that coming but, but, up on the before, other side. Before we do that, Jay, can we give Austin a hand? Oh, my gosh. Good thing the, the things never You're change. You're breaking up, Gordon. Yeah, right. We're, uh, we're losing you. <laughs> More next. It's the big show. Thank you very much for making us part of your day here on 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. This is DJ and PK. I turn my preaching responsibilities over to Reverend Kenahan. Amen. Reverend Kenahan. I've heard you called a lot of things, but never Reverend Kenahan. Hey, I am an unordained minister. Ministering to the masses weekdays from 6 to 10. I don't need to be ordained. My ministry speaks for itself. You are so full of it. It's spectacular. I enjoy that. Nope. No. Reverend Kenahan. You speak the truth as you see it and you get blasted for it. So be it. I'm content. My maker is satisfied with me. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Today, Mac Miller is selected by Gordon and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Gordon, what is the inspiration for our band of the day today? 
beats me. Uh, someone told me this name when I was looking for a band of the day. Uh, I see. No so, clue. so much like your your husband vote, your daughter picked today's band of the day. Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the husband vote, a lot of research went into that. I want to make that hundred percent clear. Her research. that was that was yeah, but it was responsibly done and thorough, thoroughly done. I see. And so, I see. but and I had final say. So uh, she presented the evidence to me, and then we we did it. Mm-hmm. If you believe that, raise your hand, Austin. I can't. It's injured. Yeah, it is injured. We saw a picture of Austin's hand during the break, by the way. Holy cow. Uh, and that thing. Should that, I tweet that out? Or will that get a I don't know, parental advisory? It doesn't look good. It no, is significantly bigger than your other hand. That that part is certainly true. Yeah. It's got all kinds that, of little that is, on uh, it. That's, uh, that's uh, dishpan hands on steroids big time, yeah. <laughs> All right, Gordon. Uh, we want to. I want to get your reaction on what's going on with the Jazz in particular. But just to set the stage real quick on what's been going on with the station um, during the the Jazz broadcast against Oklahoma City, I had turned things over to David Locke as he was doing the coaches show, and of course uh, we know the story about that. They didn't tip that game off, and we kind of did a. We kept things afloat, Gordon, until the game was officially canceled, and then we checked back in with David, uh, and then we we signed off, and that was the last live local broadcast from the zone until DJ and PK this morning. And uh, if you've not heard, uh, they cleaned the entire building, uh, top to bottom, the Vivint Smart Home Arena. If you didn't know, that's where our studios are. And they weren't going to let people back in the building until that happened, given the, the connection of, of uh, events to this franchise, this building, and, and certainly this community, as we'll get into a little bit further. Um, but that, that was decision made and uh, looking out for the safety of everybody here on the, on the zone, as well as at Vivint Smart Home Arena. And um, it's good to be back here today. Uh, we've been wanting to be on the air. This is a huge, huge story that's impacting everybody in the world of sports is just the face of it, Gordon. And this franchise has been at the epicenter. And so it's good to have the big show back so we can be informative and entertaining and uh, talk about uh, talk about sports, whether they're being played or not. So I want to kind of turn the time over to you, Gordo. I want to get your thoughts on everything that's that's happened from the NBA shuttering its season to what's happened with Rudy and Donovan and uh, what's going on in the world of sports and our local sports. Yeah, there's all kinds of places to start with this, but you mentioned that the Jazz really, you called it the epicenter, it really was uh, with what happened, you know, everyone's waiting for tip-off, and then to have the team taken off the court is a dramatic, dramatic way for this information to get out originally and everyone wondering what was going on and then to have Rudy test positive and then Donovan test positive for the coronavirus wow uh, and then thereafter to have the NBA to have every league every sport at every level just shut down after that it it really is it's the story of the year and it's probably a story of the decade and maybe even longer than that because i've never seen anything like this and i'm 85 years old as you know <laughs> and uh, you know i've covered a lot of territory during that time but i have never ever seen anything like this 
and to, to have it so widespread. And obviously, this is so much bigger than just sports. But sports so often is under the microscope and is seen as, as something of a microcosm of society. And so to see this shut down the way it was and the way it has been and to have the jazz, that trigger point, Mark Emmert, I think the NCAA president was the one that said once uh, the diagnosis came from Rudy that uh, that really caught their attention and then they killed off March Madness. And so, yes, it has been a huge story. And I think it's important for our listeners to know, and they know this, I think, through our track record through the years, that our station is always there for them. And had it not been for having to close down the studios, uh, we would have been on the air and we'll always be on the air whenever we can be. But in this particular case, it affected us this way out of uh, out of, uh, you know, caution and for the safety and welfare of all. So we missed being on the air. We missed communicating with our listeners. But uh, it was for a good cause. And so we move forward now looking at this, looking at the ramifications of this. I did some research on it, Jake. And even going back through World War II, the commissioner of baseball asked Franklin Roosevelt, I wrote about this over the weekend, asked him whether they should shut down the baseball season after the attack on Pearl Harbor in the coming season. And Roosevelt decided that it would be in the best interests of uh, the well, the spirits of the country to have baseball continue. So even during a world war, uh, professional sports was moving forward. Now, in that case, a lot of the great athletes who participated in what was the national pastime at that time, the biggest uh, game in our country. Uh, were got involved in the war effort, and so it took a little bit of a different look. But the games went on. Not in this case, man. Everything shuts down. Everything, and that 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 is a, a memorable moment in time. And hopefully, if we can look at this thing optimistically, and hope that uh, our country will be able to do what's necessary to isolate and to uh, weather this for a while and then hopefully uh it can be beat but in the meantime do what we can to uh to to isolate and to quarantine if that's the right word and to 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 sort of get this gone and once that happens then it'll pick up again and we can go back to a more normal semblance of life and of sports but in the meantime uh, a memorable memorable thing where the brakes got hit hard everything shut down remarkable remarkable sequence of events here and it the way i look at it now is just get this thing under control whatever the sacrifice it takes to do it get it done so that for the welfare of of uh, citizens of our country and uh for a better world i i think you're right gordon you hit on uh so many uh important points i think they're getting uh, to the jazz connection with rudy i think it's really important that uh that those two are fine they've both communicated with the world we'll play you uh donovan mitchell's uh, interview with good morning america coming up at the top of the four o'clock hour so we'll give you a chance to hear that and the rest of the jazz traveling party tested negative for the virus so i mean those those are are really good 
uh, good things, and it seems like people are handling the jazz situation specifically uh, very appropriately, and, and I think that's really encouraging. But, you know, Gordon, you mentioned, and, I, and I'm glad you brought this up, you, you mentioned World War II and how the country reacted and how this is this is different. And I, I was doing a little researching as well as I think, you know, probably all of us were. And when it comes to disasters, um, you, you know, it comes to earthquakes, It you when it comes to, what, hurricanes or even war, those have been things that have traditionally galvanized us as a society where we all get on the same page, right? And, and sports has always been a really great vehicle for that. We always identify over it and come together. Well, the different thing and, and why I think there's some irony here that sports is is canceled from that that viewpoint, the, this unification thing, is that pandemics traditionally have the opposite effect, Gordon, where we we don't come together as a society. In fact, your neighbor becomes the enemy because we're, we're afraid of how we're going to get this unseen enemy. And that's, you know, traditionally does not promote unifying behavior. And I, I saw the reaction to, to Rudy online, and this is why Twitter can be such a terrible place. And I actually shut it down and, and stopped. Um, I had to take a, a little bit of a break from it because I got, I got frustrated where Rudy all of a sudden overnight became the face of this pandemic. And, you know, we don't we have no idea where Rudy contracted it. We know we have no idea who got it first, Rudy or Donovan. We don't know. We don't know where that came from. And, and people being so critical um, to Rudy Gobert, I think, is is not the way that we should be thinking. We should be thinking proactively. And just like Gordon giving Austin uh, advice to moisturize his hands after the fact, uh, because the sores and everything had already developed. I mean, we've got a long time to look back and go, okay, what lessons can we learn from this situation? But I think a lot of people's thinking needs to be now on what can be done to contribute your part and not necessarily be be paranoid about your neighbor, but think, how can I social distance? How can I minimize not only the the risk for me, but for the people around me? And, and think more as a society when naturally we think, oh, no, they're the enemy. We kind of need to think, all right, how can I best serve my fellow man in the smartest way possible? That's a great dichotomy there, Jake. And it's uh, it needs, you're right, physical distance and yet emotional closeness uh that's really the way it should be and uh you're right i mean we can all we can play the blame game but if you're going to blame the victim i think rudy was being sort of flip with the whole thing and so maybe that uh, contributed to it but after what happened to him happened and it became known then that was sort of the trigger point that made everything happen the way it did. But if it hadn't been Rudy, it would have been someone else. It would have been someone else. Uh, I mean, it, it could have been anybody, and it, it was. It was unfortunate that Rudy was kind of joking around about it. That was bad timing for him. But I wrote a column about this that will be posted either today or tomorrow at uh, sltrib.com. This very thing, Jake, and I think it's important that we look at that and, and, and essentially say, hey, don't be blaming people. Don't be blaming people for what's taking place here. Don't be blaming Rudy for this. Come on. If anything, this got the word out quicker, yep. and maybe it got the attention of folks so that we would take this more seriously. Because sports, you know how American sports fans are. We don't. We, we don't like to let anything get in our way, like you were talking about. Come whatever. Whatever, you know, a storm or, or a hurricane or an earthquake or, or, you know, a war or anything, 
uh, any calamity of any kind, American sports fans want to power on and not let it affect their lives. But in this particular case, it was in the greater good for that word to get out. And this was a way to do it. And it really did shout it out with a megaphone. And so it, it probably saved lives. And so... You can blame or hate all you want. And there are people out there who do hate Rudy Gobert, who say they hate him uh, for what happened. But certainly that's not the uh, responsible way to go. Uh, I, I think maybe it was a good thing, if, as long as those guys are healthy, a good thing that uh, the word got out the way it did, when it did, before it went on and on for another week or two. Yeah, it was probably naive, and uh, I'll admit to some of this uh, naivete myself, but it was it was probably naive to think that we could proceed with options like no fans and uh, those sorts of things, and boy, didn't that change in, in a hurry. And I'll say this, Dan Walken of USA Today wrote a column about this before any of this happened, and he said, can you imagine if one person tests positive, and he was talking about the NCAA tournament, not the NBA, and then lo and behold, that happens the very next day in the NBA, and as you say, that triggers everybody else to kind of open their eyes and say, okay, what are we doing? This needed, Jake, this needed to happen, Um, something in some form. It needed to happen, and it did. And uh, hopefully the entire country will be more vigilant about the whole thing and uh, take it much more seriously because of what took place. And again, we Americans take their sports seriously. I mean, this is a big deal. Uh, people love their sports. How many people have you talked to over the past few days, Jake, who have said, man, I'm hurting. I need some sports. They do. And, but, so when it happens to sports, then it has an impact on a whole lot of people around the country. And when you look at this particular virus, and I'm no doctor, don't pretend to be, but when you look at this virus and and the effect it has on some people and uh, a lack of an effect or symptoms on others, that's what makes it such such a killer, is that you can be sitting right next to somebody who has no symptoms, who has it, and so it, it needs to be shouted about. People need to be aware of these things. And hopefully the testing will pick up so that we have more knowledge about who who's affected and who isn't so that we can prevent further infection moving forward. But it's it's, it's kind of a tricky deal. Donovan Mitchell still not feeling any uh, effects of it. And uh, when did he, he tested positive? What, five, six days ago? And he said today, and we'll play that for you on Good Morning America, that he feels like he could play a seven-game series right now. Which is is scary. And you're kind of, a, or you did allude to it. I mean, that's that's the hard part is that young younger people can contract this, really not have any symptoms or, or feel badly at all. And, and you worry that that's, you know, how it's going to spread. And that's where all the, the advice about hand washing and, and keeping social distance and those things come into play is that, you know, of course, and, and here's another lesson we can take from, from Rudy that is that is a positive one. You never know. You know, of course, we'll walk around thinking that we're perfectly healthy, and maybe we are. In fact, the the odds say that you are, but you don't know for sure, especially in your, you're in that younger demographic, and then the folks that are older and more vulnerable um, are are the ones, unfortunately, that are that are suffering the most severe consequences. And it's not based on somebody's ill intentions by any means. I mean, I think Rudy made that perfectly clear in his own circumstance that, um, of course, he regrets his behavior mightily, but that was not intended to, you know, do any harm or, or quite the opposite when it came to touching the microphones with the media. It was almost 
endearing, like, hey, I don't think you guys are poisonous, you know, because everybody right. was still adjusting to to having distance and, and going, uh, not being with the norm. So, you know, that's that's the dangerous part of this thing is it is mild in a lot of cases, depending on your age and health. And that can lead to to a more rapid spreading. And I, I think that gets back to, you know, we need to have we need to be smart about it. And because at the same time, if the wheels do not continue to turn at least a little bit, Gordon, and everything comes to a screeching halt, I mean, it can, it can be so disastrous. It's already been, you know, really disastrous. And people are taking really admirable action into, you know, helping folks that need it. You know, you, you heard what Mitt Romney proposed today. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell himself uh, helping with kids in, in Granite School District and Rudy Gobert donating to part-time employees with the arena and families suffering the disease. I mean, we're seeing a lot of it incredible stuff but you know if if everything if everything shuts down gordon it's i mean it's disastrous so it's this it's this weird time i've never been any through anything like it but i think folks just really need to be smart with how they behave yeah i mean you talked about the younger folks who some of whom don't feel the effects and some younger people do feel the effects and it, it has killed some younger people as well and so it's one of those deals that that we need to be careful. Never forget that tw- that tweet I, I saw from Italy where it said, please, talking to Americans, please take this seriously. We didn't take it seriously here, and now we're burying our parents and grandparents. And uh, that, that one got me. That one got my attention. As you know, I told you that earlier, Jake, and mm-hmm. that got my attention because nobody wants to spread this thing. Nobody wants to see that kind of tragedy perpetuated. By, by ignoring it or not doing the appropriate things. And if I know the American people well enough, and now I sound like a politician all of a sudden, but it seems as though if there's a rallying point, this country will rally around it. And uh, hopefully that everything will be taken care of in the manner that needs to in order to limit the spread of this. I, I saw somewhere a statistic that 60% of Americans are compromised health-wise one way or another, somehow. Hmm. 60%, Jake. I mean, if 60% of people out there have some condition of some kind and they are exposed to this and, it, and, and it's, it's allowed to run rampant, I mean, that that's a scary figure right there. So we need to take care of ourselves. We need to take care of one another. We need to, to help out where we can and do what the what the uh, doctors are saying to do. The researchers, the director of the National Allergy and Infectious Disease Center, uh, if they say stay at home, if they say limit your social interaction, then do it. You know, do it so this thing can be this monster can be slayed and we can get on to all the things that we love about living in this country and and, uh, enjoying sports the way we do. Well, I'll tell you this, uh, Gordon, boy, hasn't uh, uh, our businesses out there learning how important uh, telecommunication is in today's day and age. And we want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Coming up next, we'll tell you the latest of what's going on in the NBA and what to uh, expect or what the um, NBA itself is preparing for. We'll get to that straight ahead. The big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This 
is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. I think the season being suspended, March Madness being canceled, all these things that have happened, it was inevitable. If it wasn't going to be Rudy, it was somebody somewhere else with some situation that was notable. I don't think it was, oh, NBA player, that's it, shut it all down. I don't think it's, well, if Rudy hadn't touched all these mics, we wouldn't be in this situation. No. The point is, this was going to happen no matter who was the face of it. There really is no point to knowing who started this whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's now about how do we as a collective unit stop it. That is why social distancing is in place. That is why you are sitting six feet away from me Mm -hmm. on a different microphone offset. This is not going to be permanent either if we adhere to these safe falls that have been placed. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about Homie, buying or selling a home. Homie will give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at homie.com. Gordon, we're going to talk to Kristen Kinney coming up at 430 Of course, um, she works for AT&T Sportsnet, was on the road, was in Oklahoma City that night. Uh, that everything uh, kind of happened. She's going to join us at 4.30. Chris Mannix of Sports Illustrated will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. He's had some reporting over the past couple of days about the Jazz as well. So looking forward to uh, talking with Chris. Gordon, here's the latest according to ESPN and Adrian Wojnarowski about what's going on overall with the NBA. And I'll just read right from his report and get your thoughts. Uh, Woj says, against the backdrop of a global pandemic, NBA owners and executives are bracing for the possibility of mid to late June as a best case scenario for the league's return. What do you think, Gordon? Yeah, that sounds about right, uh, based on what I've been hearing. And uh, yeah, I, I, I would take it, Jake. If you said to me right now, it could be earlier, it could be later, but that's an absolute, I would take the absolute in June. I would. Do you think um, that's the, the kind of time? Because nobody knows, including the NBA, of course. You know, no. We don't know exactly how long this is going to go, how bad it's going to get. I, I mean, nobody really, really has any clue. Do you think they picked that time frame, though, Gordon, as, as like a worst or the worst case scenario, like this is the last possible time we could get the playoffs in without having to cancel everything altogether? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I don't know the answer to that, but uh, it, it seems like we, I keep seeing eight weeks, Jake, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so if, that, if that's what it is, then uh, that's uh, airing on the, the safe side uh, thereafter. So uh, I think when Adam Silver talked about this, when he addressed the issue, he wanted to avoid the word cancel like uh, like uh, like it was uh, just unacceptable. He wanted to, to keep it just postponed. And if it would take starting up again in June, then that would be acceptable to him. And uh, I think most NBA fans 
would take it if they could get it, just because that would indicate some progress in getting this thing under control and getting it, uh, if not you know, completely taken care of, at least uh, under control. And we don't even know what the venues would be at that time. Haven't they talked about playing games in practice uh, gyms, <laughs> high school gyms right. and, and various gyms around? Because, you know, the arenas that the NBA games are played in, those things get booked up in other ways. Of course, everything's been put on hold right now. But, man, I think most basketball fans would just take any kind of game anytime, anywhere. Well, and nobody wants to think about this, and I get it as, as to why. But not having the playoffs financially would be, uh, would be rough for the NBA and for a lot of NBA teams that, uh, that certainly use that revenue. Although, like I said, I mean, you know, right now in, in today's environment and after what happened last week, I mean, that's, people are, are worried about the now and will worry about the later after this is all said and done. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know what they do, frankly, if they canceled the entire season. I mean, would that count as a year toward everybody's contracts? I mean... Well, it, what if they resume in June? Some contracts end Right. In June. Yeah, the the league year ends uh, what on the last day of June, right. right? And so, you know, what would they do with the draft and summer league and all those things? At that point, I, I saw Bobby Marks on Twitter from ESPN, you know, speculating that maybe this is an excuse to change the entire NBA season. Gordon and uh, you know, a lot of people have talked about not starting until Christmas, but having you know having training camps not till December, and moving the NBA year. I don't know if that's what comes of this, but. I mean, there's there's speculation out there that people use it as an excuse to do that. I mean, we're it's, it's just so bizarre because I, we're just in such uncharted territory. Nobody nobody knows. Well, that reminds me of the old joke about shouldn't basketball be played in the Winter Olympics, not the Summer Olympics, because it's played during the winter. Yeah, but the Winter Olympic sports have to be played on either snow or ice, isn't that? Yeah, uh, you make a strong point there, actually. But uh, I, you know, I, I don't know whether this is, you know, that's a, that's an interesting point, Jake, because a lot of people are are thinking outside the box right now in a lot of ways, and uh, you know, I I don't know whether it would have that kind of lasting impact to permanently shift the season one direction or another, right. but. Uh, and I don't know how it would be worked out, but I, I would imagine that the uh, that the NBA executives and the players' union, you know, executives could get together and figure these things out so that it would be acceptable to everyone. I don't think anybody wants to see the season in now, right? You know, no. I mean, the, the players don't, and and I don't think obviously owners don't. Uh, they would like to see. Some uh, some some basketball played, uh, and some of it's financial, and some of it's just for our own sanity, just to to to, to see it played again. So, uh, yeah, I think anything is on the table at this point, but uh, I I hope they can get it in there somehow and make it work for everybody. And and here's the other thing about it: you keep bringing this up, Jake, and for good reason is. People don't want to look at at a time of crisis. They don't want to look at money. They don't want to talk about finances and things like that. But these things are connected. Finances, every everything that we see happening, businesses hurt, things shut down, restaurants shut down, movie theaters shut down, places of uh, gathering of, of any kind of business shut down. Well, 
don't at some point, whenever it is healthy to do it, we all want to see it rallied around. We all want to see it come back and come back with strength. I don't care if you're talking about the stock market. You could be talking about the small business, whatever. Everybody is hoping that once this thing gets under control, that we'll be able to 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 uh, to, 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 to do business. You know, to see games played, to see people make their normal wage, to see money made, to see the economy restarted. These are all things that affect Americans' lives. And it goes far beyond, as you've often talked about, far beyond the players. It goes to the people who work at the arenas, the, the, the people who work concessions, all kinds of folks who are being hurt right now beyond just uh, the, the most important aspect, and that is good health. Of course, and we're all concerned about our friends and loved ones. For example, Gordon, I think a lot of us are, are concerned, you know, about about you and your cheese supply. You you doing okay if you got to be home, you know, for an extended period of time? Do you have the the cheese necessary to get you through? Well, it's interesting because uh, our good friend Kevin Graham, I saw him uh, make a little. Uh, Video. What do you call those things these days, uh, Austin? What's that? What's that called? An Instagram when, story or whatever. A yeah. TikTok. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I saw the and same he, thing. Yeah. Did you see it? He was out in search of toilet paper or any paper goods of any kind, and he couldn't find any, so he settled on the idea of buying a bunch of cheese <laughs> because I I think he thought that would help slow the flow, as it were, or something. I don't know. And so uh, I I thought maybe that's a good idea. Maybe that's you are one thing. I don't mind people going to stores and buying food and do that. You know, take care of your family from that standpoint. But don't buy all the toilet paper because, hey, everybody needs that. Right. So don't be taking it all. Don't be hogging all the toilet paper. You know, just buy what you need for the next two weeks. Okay. Because some people are out there with none. There's no reason to do that. I think that's something that we can share. How food, much you got, the paper do you know you're going to need? <laughs> so, I mean, you need food. I get that. But don't, don't go and buy a year's worth of toilet paper so that your neighbor can only get two days' worth. What, are you serious? They're going to have toilet paper in the bathroom? Really? <laughs> how, how is the toilet paper supply at the Chateau de Monson? Uh, I think it's marginal. Marginal. So yeah. So there's a little panic in your voice. Are you getting well, down to daily rations? Well, no, we're not to that point yet. But my wife has uh, issued a warning. She she did go to the store uh, this morning to look for it and couldn't find any. And so, and we, but we are stocked up with some food. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we can weather this. And, uh, I mean, I don't want to have to get out, like, you know, find, you know, I don't want to get too graphic or anything, but I certainly don't want to have to resort to, you know, to what? cobs of corn or anything like that. What? I mean, you know, I mean, cobs of corn. I was going to say, make sure you're wearing socks when you visit the facilities. You went to cor- cobs of corn? It's a it's a country thing, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Wait, you, so you ruin perfectly good food that way. <laughs> All I'm saying is, folks, I get it with food. Get stock up on food, but don't hog all the toilet paper because I don't want to have to go to my neighbor and say, "Hey, you got a roll?" <laughs> you know. I mean, come on, allow your neighbor some dignity. About a year ago, I did get a much nicer toilet. 
And uh, by your neighbor, I mean me. All right, we'll have more coming up next. We'll let you hear Donovan Mitchell's interview with Good Morning America this morning. Don't forget Kristen Kenny at 4.30, Chris Mannix Man, at 5. This segment went in the toilet. Uh, more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The last thing I want to see in my toilet is a snake. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. A lot of times people will ask me if you wouldn't have been a professional football player, if you wouldn't have been a radio analyst, what would you have been? I always tell them a paleontologist. I, We've done shows for a long time. You've never, ever mentioned that ever. I know. Paleontology? What? Maybe if you showed more I interest was, in the things I'm interested in. Was it just in? because of Laura Dern in Jurassic Park? Because you say that, then I'm like, okay, I got you. You know, Sam Neill was never right for her. Now, Dr. Hans. Dr. Hans. <laughs> Girl, nature always finds a way. I don't know how you guys take my dreams and just crumple them up like a piece of paper and throw it right back in my face. Oh, man. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.